Thanks for tuning in to After Dark with Robin Andrew, which is available on America Out Loud's iHeartRadio channel, along with streaming on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Please be sure to search for America Out Loud. In addition to that, we're available on AmericaOutloud.news, which has thousands of podcasts and articles updated daily, and we always appreciate it when you share those on social media. We face the same kind of censorship that many of you guys do, so we do appreciate it when you share on any of the uh, social media platforms, whether it be the X, uh, True Social, Threads, Facebook, whatever it may be, we appreciate it when you share, share, share. Feels good to be back on the show. I got a little tied up last week and missed the show, so we've got a lot to talk about and a lot to catch up on. Uh, I want to start off with this last presidential debate. I know a lot of people did not watch uh, that took place last week. I actually did watch a lot of it. It was pretty boring for the most part. Uh, Once again, Vivek Ramaswamy was the only one that was willing to go out on a limb at this debate and uh, say anything controversial whatsoever. Uh, He called Nikki Haley out quite a bit for being the warmonger that she is and uh, also grilled her on TikTok because she gave him a hard time that he uses TikTok to promote his campaign. Well, apparently her own daughter uses TikTok. Uh, So uh, it's kind of a double standard there. So uh, there's a lot at the debate. Tim Scott apparently has some new white girlfriend. A lot of the media was making a big deal out of that. Um, It's pretty much a no big deal to rob or I, but you know how the media loves to dive into those kind of subjects. Uh, That seemed to be a lot of the news about the presidential debate. What was the real news of the night was President Trump holding a huge campaign rally Uh, Another successful speech from President Trump as his campaign numbers continue to soar. Rob, how are you doing tonight? And what are your thoughts on uh, the debate versus President Trump's speech that we saw take place last week after these uh, elections that we all know did not go our way for the most part? I'm doing great, Andrew. I want to thank all of our listeners for tuning in. You're right. This is just like one of our after the debate discussions uh, and everything that's taken place in, since the debate, after the debate and whatnot, as you mentioned, Trump had a rally, which was rather successful. Of course, the media started attacking him again, saying that there weren't a lot of people there. I don't even know why they even care who's there. They should focus on when Biden goes out, there's no one there, and not that Biden can hold a substantial conversation with anyone. We're now finding out that President Xi from China is going to be in California this week, and Biden apparently is going to fly down to meet him. I don't know what they're going to discuss, but I mean, that should give us reason to pause because Biden is a complete imbecile. We are, whether people want to accept it or not, or believe it or not, we're marching toward World War III if we're not already in it. In addition to that, the United States, and we've talked about this so many times, we've changed so drastically over the past two and a half years. And 
I don't even recognize this country anymore, Andrew. I don't, I don't know who we are as a nation. We watched the debate of, I mean, not even top-tier candidates. They're okay, I guess. But they're, they're trying to topple Donald Trump. They're doing the job of the media, the liberal media, with these attacks that they level against Trump. Now, that doesn't include Vivek or Tim Scott. But the others, Chris Christie, the bloviator, he shouldn't even be on the stage. We know why he's there, because he just wants attention, and he wants to serve as a foal to Trump. We also know that he's planning on going to Israel this week. What for? Someone said he was invited. What is he going to do besides take up space? Is he trying to make himself look presidential on the stage? Why does he need to go to Israel? It remains to be seen. And then you have Nikki Haley. We both like Nikki Haley. We've always liked Nikki Haley. We felt that she was an excellent UN ambassador. But she failed short when she could not recognize what the media was doing in their attacks against Trump and this whole January 6th. Now, if anyone was confused or delusional about Jan 6, well, your eyes should be open now when you see what's happening with these pro-Hamas rioters who went to the hill, who were climbing the White House walls, the fences, who stormed the Capitol, who were saying, F Joe Biden, and no one is calling it out. No one is going to denounce it. They're making it seem as if though this is okay. We saw an elderly Jewish man was killed because of these riots, because of these protesters. I take my hat off to Vivek because during the debate, he called out NBC News and the fake media, and he called them out and said, hey, you, we spent so much time on you guys talking about Jan 6 and Russia collusion. You guys perpetrated that lie, and what is your response? Now, Lester Holt didn't like it. He tried to cut it off. But all the networks should have picked up on that and said, he's right. We got Russia collusion wrong. It was a big lie. No one has been held accountable. The same way no one has been held accountable for the entire red scare of the COVID vaccine. Because if they were held accountable, the governor in Kentucky wouldn't have won. Because he was horrible on COVID. But he won in a red state. And I'm hearing he won because a lot of the Republicans there felt that he did a great job during the tornadoes that took place, because Kentucky was hit rather harshly. And then there was a whole issue about abortion, and we've talked about that. Republicans have got to come up with talking points and explain abortion. And if they can't explain it, if they want to stick with no abortion, not at all, then they need to start scaring the, the, the bejeebies out of people and saying, it is murder. You are killing a baby. You are killing a young baby. They need to just come on out. You can't have it both ways. You can't dance around it. you got to state your position and go full throttle. 
But this election, recent election, an election before then, so that Republicans know we're in trouble when we're talking about abortion because we don't have a position. We need to come up with the position. And then you have the, like going back to the debate, and these guys trying to, Canada's trying to destroy Trump as opposed to turning it around and putting it on the media the way Vivek did. Now, Vivek, as you mentioned, Andrew, has some shots at Nikki Haley with she was uh, Dick Cheney in heels. And Nikki Haley coming back saying, well, yeah, I wear heels. And when I wear heels, it's to attack or something. I have no problem with Nikki Haley being aggressive. I have no problem with it whatsoever. I don't see that, oh, she's a woman. She can't do it. No, anyone saying that, then you're messed up. I don't. If she's going to get on the stage with men, she's got to be prepared to fight. Because I'm tired of the double standards. We got to be gentle with her because she's a woman. Heck no. Get out of the kitchen. But if she if she can sling it, then she better get ready to take it. But I look at these candidates. Uh, DeSantis. <laughs> DeSantis. I'm, I'm laughing because I just thought about it. I mentioned uh, Nikki Haley's heels. And Andrew, I got to say, uh, some of you know when I said at one of the, sh- the other shows that I fell asleep during the debate. I couldn't watch all of it. And then I went back and watched little snippets. And when I heard them talking about the heels, I thought they were making fun of DeSantis and his boots. Because apparently they're saying that he wore boots and they have lips in them. Now, if he were from Texas, Andrew, I could get him wearing boots. But he's not from Texas. He's from Florida. And although Florida is a southern state, Men don't wear boots in Florida the way they do in Texas. If anything, they're going to wear flip-flops. But boots with a suit? It's rather questionable, and I'm wondering if he has lifts in the boots. And I heard that he had a stumble when he was on the stage and was coming off the stage. But, oh, Ron DeSantis, he attacked Trump. And he said that you know Trump did some good things, but he needs to be on the stage telling us why we keep losing. Well, you keep losing because you guys don't have a position on abortion that you can intelligently explain to the American people. And a lot, some Republicans even said that they went and voted for Democrats because of the abortion issue. Now, how ripe is it, Andrew, that conservatives had been pushing and fighting for abortion, wanting to end abortion, once it was done, when it's time to vote, They vote the other way. You cannot make this stuff up. You can't make it up. So DeSantis, that's the reason why they lost. And not only that, we've got to put blame on Ronna McDaniel. Why in the hell is she still there? She has been miserable. She cost us the 2020 election. She cost us the 2022 election. And then this current election. Everyone thought we were going to have a wet wave. I didn't think we would have a red wave with this election, Andrew. I don't know about you, but I didn't feel that we were going to have one. Because they want to really keep players, you know, to drain, bring people out to vote. And when you look at the numbers, a lot of people didn't come out to vote. Even the candidate we had on the show, Helen Quay, I, I got to say, I'm shocked that she didn't win considering the crime that we see in front of us. I, I, I don't get it. I, I don't get it. And I, I think, Andrew, and I hate saying this, 
people aren't going to get it until it really impacts their lives. And when I say when I say impact their lives, let me be clear. Until death comes knocking at their door, until someone is brutally killed in their homes, a mom, a dad, or a child, they're not going to get it. And I hate saying that, but I go back to the couple who were coming from a wedding, and this homeless man killed the boyfriend, and then the girlfriend claimed that she could identify the homeless man, and we could see the man on tape. They're not going to get it until this really impacts their lives. They're going to keep voting the way they're voting, keep voting for Democrats, keep saying, oh, we want to have abortion and we want to do all these other crazy things. Keep voting for these progressive individuals. Look at our children. Look at how confused they are supporting Hamas. And I saw someone on TV asking one of the protesters, rioters, why are you here? I don't know. And this is what you get. And this is coming out of our school system. So you think two decades from now, Andrew, these same people will be running the nation. If we have a nation, because at the rate we're going, and considering the administration that we have now, they're going to turn everything over to China. And I think, Andrew, that's what Obama wants. And that's the reason why we we're seeing all these secret deals with Joe Biden's family. They're trying to make certain that once they turn it over, that they'll be in the in crowd. Do not doubt me when I say this. Do not say that this is just a, uh, the words of a rambling madman. Because everything that we've said so far on this show, it is coming to fruition. It is happening. Our culture, dead. Everywhere you look, our children don't know our history. They don't know about 9-11. It's so foreign to them. And it just happened in 2021, some 20 years ago. You would think that our schools would have been teaching them that. But no, they're too busy teaching them about LGBTQ. You go to any school and you see the LGBTQ flag and signs all over talking about a safe haven. You can come here. If I, I mean, maybe I should run for office because I would rip all of that out. I would tear it out. I would drag it out. There is no place to be in schools. Talk about misinformation. And I would probably, and I'm going to say this, I would probably shut down news outlets like CNN and MSNBC because they're no good. They're propaganda. You, you got you to gotta start someplace. And this is the only way we can clean this stuff up. I know people will say, oh, we need a free press. We need a free press. I agree. But a propaganda press, a press that is corrupt, a press that is corrupt with the government? No, that is not what the forefathers intended. That is not what they want. But that's what we have, because if you look at it, you'll see the people who are in the press were the same people who came out of government. So yeah. in essence, Andrew, the press is being run by our government. Yeah, my favorite part of the debate was when Vivek Ramaswamy uh, called out Ukraine for not being a democratic country, he said they might not hold an elections this year. We're seeing them uh, ban Christians. Uh, he named a number of things that are very undemocratic about Ukraine when the Democrats prop it up like it's the end-all be-all of foreign countries. And then he explained that the land that uh, Russia currently has is land that they've had in the past anyways. Uh, so it seems to be there would be an easy 
um, solution to a peace deal here. But let's face it, that's not what the Biden administration wants. That's not what a lot of these politicians want. They'd rather keep pushing war in our face. That's why I do believe President Trump, where if he were to get back into office, he could end that war on day one. I mean, this is just the Biden administration, as they say, trying to drain the Russian military. It's ridiculous what it's doing. It's draining our tax dollars. Uh, Total waste. And this is where the Biden administration's head is at. It's really unfortunate. You guys are tuned into After Dark with Robin Andrew, which is available on America Out Loud's iHeartRadio channel Monday through Friday at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, or 6 p.m. on the West Coast. We'll be back with more After Dark with Robin Andrew. Clean, pure, with premium ingredients, Global Healing's Pure Plant Protein offers 20 grams of protein per scoop, and it's a perfect way to maintain and build lean muscle while indulging yourself. It combines enzymes and probiotics to maximize nutrient absorption, improving digestion, and your gut health. Available in vanilla and chocolate flavors, elevate your protein consumption while supporting your overall wellness with pure plant protein. Go to americaoutloud.shop and get 15% off using the code OUTLOUD. Global healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally. Nurses Out Loud Talk Radio want to introduce you to ASEA Redox Cell Signaling Molecules. It is more than just a wonderful natural product. Redox molecules are native to the human body. Redox molecules enable your body to turn on its inner doctor so your body can heal itself the way it did naturally when you were young. Check out americaoutloud.shop, look for ASEA Cell Signaling Molecules Liquid Supplement, and check out Nurse Michelle's recent favorite ASEA product, Renew 28 Revitalizing Redox Gel, because this gel helped get me through some significant muscular pain during my healing process following a recent canoeing accident when I broke my hip. Give it a try for your aches and pains and let Nurses Out Loud hear how your health has improved. Andrew, I want to pick back up on something that you said about Biden trying to drain the Russia military and in essence, they're draining our taxpayer dollars. Quiet as it's kept, and I doubt many people know that And Heather Robinson, who we've had on the show, she comes on when you're unable to come on, Andrew. She's a great guest. A lot of people like her. But she has always called this out. She was always indifferent about this whole war between Ukraine and Russia. And one of the things she said is that this could have all been avoided had NATO and the United States said that we're not going to allow Ukraine to join the United Nations or NATO. NATO. And that was Russia's whole thing. We don't want them in NATO because we don't want you guys in our backyard. What was Zelensky bringing to the table anyway? So Bybeck was right during the debate when he brought all of this up. And see, I like debates when they're able to bring up substantive issues as opposed to trying to attack each other. Because to me, that's, it's meaningless because once it's all said and done, then you've got to jump the broom and say, oh, we're all brothers. We're going to be married together and we're going to support this candidate. It makes absolutely no sense. You can't do that. Now, some of you would say, well, Trump did it. Yeah, Trump was doing it because he was trying to get a lot of people out of the uh, from running back in 2016. 
But now, fast forward, Trump is ahead in the polls. These guys need to realize, let's not focus on attacking him because that's what the media wants. That's what uh, uh, NBC wants. We need to focus on what really matters. And the fact that Biden was able to sock it to Christian, the, the one of the moderators, I, I was just like, good, he needs to. And the only thing she could do was smile because she knew that he was hitting her with hard facts. And what the other candidates should have done is that they should have backed him up and said, you're right. We're here on your network and you guys pushed a complete lie. You won't call out what's happening in Ukraine right. and Russia, and but you're, but you're going to attack Israel and say that they need to cease fire. After the SmackDown president, Trump gave Kirsten Welker. I can't believe NBC brought her back to host another debate. She's terrible. Well, remember, this is all Ronna McDaniel. They probably said, who do you want? And she probably wanted Kristen Welker to host a debate. And we know that Lester Holt is a fake. <laughs> These people have sold their souls to the devil. So it goes back to the statement that I was making that many are going to say, oh, my, that's controversial, is that we need to shut down the media. And I gave you the reason why. OK, it's one thing to have a free press, which is what our Constitution talk about. But it's not a free press when the government is running the news outlets. I will present it to you again. Many of the people that are on the news were in the government. George Stephanopoulos, CNN's entire platform just about had worked in either the Clinton administration, Bill Clinton's administration, or Barack Obama's, or they worked on Hillary Clinton's campaign. So how is it now they're sitting there giving the news? Remember Jen Psaki? She was in the Biden administration. And look at where she's now. Fake news, MSNBC. I mean, what was the name of the other girl? Simone Sanders. Fake news, MSNBC. This can't be happening. Now, I know some of you will say, well, look at Fox News. They have people that were in Bush administration and Trump's administration. I get it. Not saying that it's right. The government is controlling the media. And people need to wake up and realize it. They are controlling the media. It's not a free press. So it should be shut down. So what I'm saying, now that I'm thinking about it, I even support that even more so. Many of the people that have left these administrations or have left these campaigns have gone to the news and they are, t- they are trying to dictate or narrate what we think. Jen Psaki was the White House press secretary. So she's now on fake news or, or PMSNBC shaping the narratives for you to believe. This is dangerous. And this is one of those quiet as kept moments, though no one is going to call it out. But I'm telling you, Andrew, and after Dark with Robin Andrew, I am calling it out. I know that Kelly Ann McElhaney, we like her, but she's on Fox News. Now, I think that she isn't biased like the others because she will come out and say some things about Trump that even Trump doesn't like. But as far as these other networks, they stick to the script. George Stephanopoulos on uh, ABC News, Disney, he sticks to the script. They won't challenge Biden. They will pl- placate to him. They will coddle him. Axelrod, I mean, he's coming out now saying, Dave Axelrod, that Biden should step aside. But he's on fake news NBC, fake news CNN, fake news ABC. This has got to stop. And no one has said anything about it. I doubt people even realize it. And if they do, they're not saying anything. Even Jim Shooter, he was in Barack Obama's administration. 
And you see how these people are shaping the narratives? They're shaping the news. So when Ronald McDaniel decides that I'm going to give this uh, our debate to M NBC or to News One, you question, like, what are you thinking? These people are part of the administration that doesn't want Trump to win. So why would you even do it? No, she'll come out and she'll say, well, you know, we just can't speak in silos. We've got to get our message across the board. I get it. I understand it. But there are other ways of doing it, Rona. And considering the fact that you have not won an election, you should ceremoniously step down. Let someone else take it because you're not doing a good job. Now, I don't know how much money she's raising, but then when you look at Kentucky, they say that Daniel Cameron was outspent three to one with the current governor. So what were you doing? And I think a lot of times, Andrew, these people like Ronna McDaniel, she looked at this and she goes, well, we're not going to win anyway, so I'm not going to spend a lot of money on this race. Yeah. I mean, you've given up before it started. Another problem is people like you and I are not willing to donate to the Republican Party right now as long as that Ronna McDaniel is running. So who knows what donations would be if they could get somebody else in there that was worth a darn uh, and not Ronna McDaniels. It's just pushing all these rhinos uh, when it comes time for Lisa Murkowski or Susan Collins to get reelected. All of a sudden, she, she finds a bunch of money to put into their campaigns. But uh, Real America First candidates, uh, she does never backs. And uh, basically, they have to get it done themselves. And then she comes squirreling and, and acts like she supports them. I mean, this woman is crooked to the core. And we need to replace her immediately. I mean, it was a joke that she won uh, back her position after the disaster that was the 2022 midterms. Well, I wonder if these big donors, Democrat, Republican donors, went in and said, we want her or we want no one else. Because, guys, you got to also remember that she is the niece of Mitt Romney. And uh, they say that there's no love lost, but... I, I don't know about that. I mean, there are uncles and nieces that aren't close. You look at Trump and his niece, Mary. Mary's never met him, but she's always out there. The media always finds a way to bring her out, to cart her out when they want to attack Trump. But I don't know. She, she's got to go because she has not been successful. And I think she's been successful in getting these uh, shot job plastic surgeons, plastic surgery. But other than that, what has she done for us lately? Nothing at all. And something else that I want our listeners to uh, be aware of is that remember when they back first came out and he was a golden child and everyone thought, oh, well, you see, we have diversity. We like him. And then all at once. He started to pick up steam. And when he would not attack Trump, they started to dislike him. So it makes you wonder, where is the party exactly? Is it that she wants people to attack Trump? She, she wants you to think that she's behind Trump, but in actuality, she's not. And they're not supposed to be behind a particular candidate. That's the other thing. The, uh, the, the heads of the parties, they're not supposed to be behind a candidate. They're just supposed to support them all. But it makes you wonder if she is secretly trying to sabotage certain candidates in favor of others because she made the comment about uh, by that, because he he even called her out. He said that she should. I forgot about that. I went back and saw the clip. He even said that she should step down. She should be fired because we lost too many elections. And her response is, well, if he can't take the heat, he should get out of the kitchen or he should just step down. And that shows you she doesn't like him. 
She does not like him. And I think she's behind this push. He needs to attack Trump. If I hear that one more time, they need to attack Trump. They need to come out and attack him. Attack him for what? Talk about your issues. Call out the media. That's when you will start to get traction. Call them out. I mean, when, when Bybeck called out NBC and Christian Welker, I thought this is, I loved it. That was a moment I'm like, bam, there you go. And the reason he has to do it and he should keep doing it because, Andrew, you have a lot of tr these young people that are completely unaware as to what's happening. That is a reason when I say what's happening, meaning with our media, how they're being manipulated. A lot of them don't know about the Iran uh, crisis that took place in the 70s. A lot of them are completely unaware of the history with Hamas. And then this whole thing with Israel. Uh, people saying, well, they shouldn't be in, uh, in, 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 in Israel and that they stole the land from Palestinians. And it's like, okay, let's say that if that were true, I'm just putting this out there, let's say it was true. It does not validate the killing of babies. Then some will say, oh, well, Israel did the same thing. Okay, let's say that they did. But if they storm into Palestine and start killing innocent children, no. They even left the Gaza Strip and left it for the Palestinians knowing that that would be a risk. Our young people don't know that, Andrew. They don't know it, and they don't know it because we have a corrupt media that is controlled by the government. And they've been doing their bidding. And this is really unfortunate. And this will not end well at all. It will not end well. I see the country taking another stumble Anytime you see young people out on the streets. Yeah, it's crazy. And uh, they don't also realize that these terrorists in Israel are connected to some of the same terrorists from 9-11. I mean, they came from that same part of the world, uh, Palestine, some of the 9-11 terrorists. So um, this is directly rooting for 9-11 terrorists when you're rooting for Hamas. And what happened in Israel, I mean, the anti-Semitism is off the charts. I mean, I knew it was bad after the Kanye thing, but I didn't realize it was to this level. Uh, Neither did the, I. And the left is just so uh, vitriol in their hatred for Jews. I didn't know it was that bad at all, Andrew. And I didn't know it was coming. I mean, I, we knew that Democrats were racist, but at this level... And just going back to what you're saying in 9-11, that some of the people uh, in Hamas came from that region. Well, you got to remember, Andrew, that these kids, they weren't taught much about 9-11. Now, on 9-11, the country came together. I remember it. I mean, it was a beautiful sight. We came together. But there were some in the background that were angry and they were grumbling and saying, oh, we probably did it ourselves. And that hate. And that grew up in the schools, in the educational system, that 9-11, some of the time, it wasn't even taught. I kid you not, kids today know more about gay rights, Stonewall, and the beginning of the gay rights movement than they do about 9-11. They know more about the gay community than they do about the Holocaust. And this is all by design. It is all by design, and I tell people you need to wake up. This is by design. And I saw the other day, and we'll probably talk about this later on in the week, and the reason I said that we're marching to war when we open up in the first segment, 
is that I saw a camp an ad geared toward getting people to, to recruit people to the military. And what was so astonishing about the ad is that it was an ad that you would have seen in the 70s or the 80s. You didn't see all that LGBTQ mess. And you know what you did see? It was geared toward white boys, young white boys, telling them they can be all that they can be. There's a career in the military. Because believe it or not, when it's time to go to war, you don't see a lot of black people standing in line. You don't see a lot of Hispanics standing in line. You don't see a lot of Indians standing in line or Asians. But you do see white men standing in line, ready to fight for this country, a country that has told them that they're toxic. They are the first to go and stand in line. But yet we want to tell them that they're toxic. We want to tell them you need to start uh, siding up with the LGBT community. Really? This is a sad day. This is a sad moment in our country, how far we have fallen. We have marginalized that group so horribly. And now that we're looking at possibly going to war, now we want to reach out to them. Now we want them to come and lay their lives on the line. Oh my God, there's just so much to talk here, so much to unpack. I mean, this is just our weekly roundup. And as the week progresses, we'll you know talk about this individually on the shows. But Andrew, when I think about it, I'm like, are you serious? This group of men that we have demonized and told them that you're toxic, you're evil, and you're no good. Now they want to make these recruiting ads to appeal to them because they know that they're the first who will fight. They're the first who will step the first who will step forward and lay their lives down. Although they've been told that you're no good and you're toxic. Now they want them to come and fight. Biden should be ashamed of himself. And people voting for Democrats should be ashamed of themselves. Here we are, another election, and you're putting Democrats back in, seeing the decay of the city, seeing how the city is being ripped to, sh to shreds, how the country, we're at each other's throats. And for what? Over color? Meanwhile, you got the biggest racist sitting in the White House, the biggest they, as they want to say, white privileged man sitting in the White House. Hunter Biden is in his 50s, and they still want to refer to him as a kid. He's got grown daughters. He's, one of his daughters is almost 30 years old. Then he has a 25-year-old daughter. I don't think people realize that, Andrew. No, he's got two of the younger kids. There's like, I think, three, like the kid Navy that he doesn't want to, uh, he didn't want to acknowledge. And I think he has another kid who's probably five or six. But they will focus on those kids and not his grown kids, adult kids. This is horrible. This is a grown-ass man making all these mistakes, dragging us down, so the country is going to collapse because of him? This is sad. This is unbelievable. And then you got Rona McDaniel putting on some type of dog and pony show for the Democrats so they can sit there and critique Republicans. And this is supposed to be the GOP. Do we actually think we could win? I mean, yeah, Trump is up in the polls right now. He's way ahead of the other candidates. He's ahead of Biden in, in some situations. I, I, and Andrew, I have reservations about those numbers because you know how the media, they'll play, this, they'll play these games. Oh, he's ahead, he's ahead. 
and then come election day, then it's something completely different. So don't just go, folks. Don't put all your, your eggs in one basket thinking, oh, we're ahead and we don't, gotta, we don't have to go out and vote. No, anytime it's time to vote, you should get up and vote. If you're a Republican conservative, get up and vote. Because you're thinking that you want vote. And not only that, I know we're almost up against a commercial break. You guys know how I feel or Andrew and I feel about Ron DeSantis and Nikki Haley not being loyal. But do not doubt for a minute. If they are the candidate, I will be first in line to vote for them. With reservations, I'll hold my breath. But we cannot afford to allow, Andrew, a Democrat in office. Because you look at how they have just destroyed the country. Destroyed it. So although during the debate, I will critique them and I'll say, oh, my God, why they're there. No, even if, oh, my God, even if the bloviator, Chris Christie, were to somehow stumble upon getting the nomination, I would hold my breath and vote for him. That's how that's how much bad shape we're in that we cannot allow a Democrat in office, Andrew. Yeah, that'd really be holding your nose there uh, for Chris Christie, but luckily I don't think we'll have to worry about that. You guys are tuned in to After Dark with Robin Andrew, and if you're looking for better sleep, focus, and energy, check out Healthy Cell, the leading innovator of nutritional supplements for cell health. Healthy cell vitamins work at the cellular level to boost immune health, sleep better, focus deeper, and stay younger longer. Absorb a healthier lifestyle with Healthy Cell's pill-free vitamins. It comes in great-tasting gel packs. Go to HealthyCell.com, check out the great products, and save with the promo code OUTLOUD. We'll be back with more After Dark with Robin Ann. Trouble getting to sleep and staying asleep is infuriating. Your mind races, you toss and turn. Nutrition company Healthy Cell created REM sleep to help you quickly fall asleep, stay asleep, and sleep deep. Unlike other supplements that don't work, REM sleep is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed ingredients, supporting all four stages of sleep. Go to HealthyCell.com and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code out loud. The pandemic may be over for some, but millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-term effects of toxic spike protein from COVID-19 and the vaccines. Fortunately, Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at the wellness company designed their spike support formula with the miracle enzyme natokinase, scientifically studied to dissolve spike protein so you can feel your very best. Go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. We know you love the versatility and portability of the Genesis Fogger, but sometimes you just want to set it and forget it. Well, we heard you. Introducing the UX4 HOCL Atomizer. This stationary unit quietly protects you and is perfect for smaller spaces. With over a quarter million units sold in Japan, it's now available in the United States. Visit genesisfogger.com forward slash out loud to see the UX4 in action and receive a 15% discount on either Fogger with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, you're ready for anything. AmericaOutloud.news is beaten to the pulse of our nation we know when you're angry, troubled, misled, joyful, and thankful. 
We know you because we are you. Join us as we explore the most important issues of our time. America Out Loud Talk Radio. It's a fight for the soul of humanity. So as I was saying, Andrew, the last half of the show, uh, we were going to break. Even if Chris Christie gets it, I, I will vote for him. Like you said, we don't have to worry about it. But, you know, anything is in the realm of possibility. We just can't allow a Democrat to uh, get into office. We, we just we, it can't happen. Uh, this last the, the election of 2020 it was stolen from Trump. I don't care what people say. Uh, the, the media, again, which is an arm of the government, worked to put him into power along with big tech. And we, and we, so we cannot rely on any of these individuals. We have got to rely on our own selves. We've got to get out, vote early. People don't like it. Doesn't matter. Just get out and vote early because they don't want you to vote early. And when you don't vote early, that's when they cheat. And Andrew, have you been watching this video that's been going around of this woman who was stuffing ballots, going around stuffing uh going to these drop boxes, stuff in the drop boxes, rather, with all these ballots. I saw that and I thought, are you serious? It's on tape. She was doing it. So when you heard when Giuliani had these hearings and they were saying these things were taking place, and of course the media laughed about it, oh, is that happening? It happened. Yeah. And then there's reports of the flipping ballots from the election last week. And, uh, Remember, they told us that the machines were perfect. They never made mistakes. They literally had to shut down the machines in Pennsylvania, which is one of the most highly contested states in the 2020 election. Uh, Fox News was just stupid for settling with Dominion and then agreeing to fire Tucker Carlson. I mean, that's uh, one of the worst decisions that network has ever made. And uh, there was nothing that was said that was even wrong. I mean, look at what's happened. There's had problems with the machines. We all know that. And uh, they admitted it. So uh, people like Fox News or Mike Lindell seems like he's got a good case on his hands that he was right all along. These machines cannot be trusted uh, to oversee our elections. Well, not only that, I just want to go back to uh, Sidney Powell, because uh, a lot of people are completely unaware that, well, they know that she went ahead and she pled guilty to a less uh, a lesser charge. And the way Jack Smith and these people, they're trying to make it seem as if, though, well, she pleaded guilty and we, we know she's going to go after Trump. But there's nothing for her to go after Trump on because she didn't represent Trump. And what she has been saying after she's pleaded, she said, no, she said, I still stand by what I said. There was something wrong with those machines. I still stand by it. And what you got to understand, and I've said this before, a lot of times people will plead guilty to stop the bloodshed for them financially. You look at what happened to Mike Flynn. He pleaded guilty, and they were like, oh, he's going to flip against Trump. And he never did because there was nothing to flip on. Nothing to flip on. So you have some of these other individuals that are doing the same thing because they just want to stop the bloodshed because the government is using our taxpayer dollars. To go after, we gotta admit it, to go after a lot of these individuals. So they have a deep pocketbook to go after them. And these other people, they might have money, but the amount of money it's gonna charge to, to get representation, I mean, it takes a lot. 
And then when you think about you have these groups that have been created to go after any lawyer that represents Trump or anyone in his orbit. I mean, it, again, it just, as I said before, the country has fallen down. We are messed up. And I don't know what it's going to take to wake people up unless we stop the propaganda arm of the Democrat Party, of the government, which is the media. And we've got to stop it. Somehow we have got to stop it. I'm not saying to silence free speech, but I am saying that we have to stop and we have to silence the media that is controlled by the government. And the media right now is controlled by the government, whether you want to believe it or not. You're hearing it first. We have called this out. Everything that we have called out has come to pass. And I think earlier on, we had called out the falling culture, that Republicans, we've lost a culture war. And you look around you right now, everything seems to be gay and gay this, and, and men can be women, and this big push, we called it, and bam, look at where we are now. Look at where we are now, and I will call this, if we do not stop the media, and Trump said it first, they are the enemy of the people, and they are. They are the enemy. When they're coming around, putting out all this misinformation, and then they're saying that we're doing it. I mean, the whole Russia collusion thing. No one has been held accountable. No one has admitted that they were wrong. And then you look at Hillary Clinton, she's still pushing it. Why is she even showing her face? She's still coming out saying that Donald Trump, he's a threat to democracy, and he's telling you what he's going to do. He's telling you that he, if he gets into power, he's going to come after all of us, and he should, because you're guilty of sin. You're wrong. But here's the thing, Andrew. Who's going to prosecute them? Because every attorney out there or every judge is going to throw the case out. Look at Judge Tanya Chomkin. She wants to go after Trump for this whole January 6th thing. She knows it's a lie. She knows it. But if you're going to go after him, what about the people that were storming the White House the other day, climbing the fences, saying F Joe Biden in support of Hamas? You're not going to go after them? You're not going to arrest them? They were burning effigies? You're not going to do anything to them? So if people can't see that, and they're going to keep going to, well, look at Jan 6. No, Trump calls Jan 6. No, Trump did not. Because if Trump calls that, did Biden calls what we see right now? He and his administration and the media? I just, I don't get it. And I will say it again. Those candidates on the stage that night should have stood up and bagged by Beck and said, you know, he's right. Now that we're here, what do you guys have to say for yourself? We're going to turn the script and we're going to put it on you now. What do you have to say for yourselves? Because you got it all wrong. You lied about everything and you got all these awards. You're destroying our democracy bit by bit. With every story that you report on, you are destroying democracy. What do you have to say for yourselves? They are. They are literally destroying democracy. And if we don't stop them, we will fall even further. They won't call out China. Why is it that a lot of our jobs are being sent overseas? Why is it that a lot of our manufacturing jobs are overseas? We're helping out their economy. 
but you want to come here and tell black people, oh, they don't want to hire you. Oh, they're mistreating you. Yeah, but you've taken all their jobs and you've taken it overseas. Why is that? And if the country's so freaking racist, why is it that you keep having these Mexicans to come in here? Why do you want them to taste this uh, the, the racism? And if these kids are so brilliant, why haven't they sat, stopped and say, wait a minute, this doesn't make any sense. You're saying that America's so racist, but why do you guys keep coming here? Why are you taking our place? It's like they're so dumb and stupid, they don't even realize it. You're, you're standing up and you're protesting, saying, oh, it's the country's racist. But while you're saying it, they're bringing in more people to take your space. The same thing with the whole Hamas deal. Okay, if Israel is so bad, why don't you guys just buy another country? Because you guys have deep pockets. Why won't your Arab brothers allow you to come and stay with them? What is it about the Palestinians that you guys don't like? And I bet half of these kids don't even know anything about Arafat and how Arafat received money and became a billionaire. They don't yeah. even know anything about that. And just look at the geography of the Middle East. I mean, it is full of Muslims all over the Middle East. Then you've got this little speck of land where there's Israel and the Jews. And they try and tell you that um, Israel is the one committing genocide. I mean, how does that even make sense when you look at it when uh, Muslims control, what, 99% of the land in the Middle East? Uh, it's just completely ridiculous to act like Israel's the one trying to commit genocide. And you're right. What is Joe Biden going to do? I mean, his own voters are calling him Genocide Joe. I mean, things are really getting out of hand. Uh, for the Biden administration, and how are they going to tame these radicals that they've radicalized through these uh, colleges and years of indoctrination? It's very scary, Andrew, when you think about it. And people will talk about it so cavalier and say, oh, well, look at what they're doing, and they're, they're out protesting. And But it's dangerous because, as I said, two decades from now, these kids, if we still have a country, will be running things. And they know absolutely nothing and other than it, let's go out and let's protest. You're right, Robin. Another thing I want to comment on is the House Republicans are so weak, man. These guys will never, ever impeach Joe Biden, no matter what comes out of these hearings. I mean, it is exciting that James Biden is getting called in and uh, we might finally get to the bottom of some of these things. But I don't expect House Republicans to act on it. I mean... They wouldn't even censor Rashida Tlaib. I mean, we had six come out and vote against censoring her, including uh, Thomas Massey. I mean, these guys are pathetic and weak. Anybody who will not vote against censoring Rashida Tlaib, that's a slam dunk. I mean, she is an outspoken anti-Semite radical with ties to Palestine and Hamas. So um, for them not to censor her, it's just weak, man. And he's also the same guy that voted to protect Adam Schiff. So for all his TV appearances where he says the right things, always remember those things right there. He does not believe in holding Democrats accountable. Well, and this is what they'll say. Well, because if we do it to them, they're going to do it to us. Nobody. It's not that they're going to do it to you. They're already doing it to you. So by you not doing it to them, you're giving them favor. You have to stand up. 
and stand for something, or as you always say, Andrew, a fall for nothing. And they're always falling. It's like it's time to wake up. They're going to do it to you regardless. So you might as well get in front of it and say, no, we're going to censor. I mean, they should have censored her long ago. Then someone would say, oh, well, it's meaningless. Okay, we censored her, but it's meaningless. It's just words. But I would have taken to the floor, and I would have escorated her. I would have read her like a bad book, went line by line, and say, and if anyone else plans on doing this, we will do the same thing to you. And we also need to look at her district and see who's putting her up here, who's voting for her. Yeah, because I would guarantee if you were to go there to her district in Minnesota, Minnesota and Michigan, you would see that there are a lot of radical Muslims that are there with deep pockets that are putting her out there. And never in a million years would I have thought that these individuals would be in our government, but yet they're in it, Andrew. Yeah, definitely. And it's pretty sad. He had Kevin McCarthy come out on CNN recently whining that Matt Gates. Uh, Nancy Mace and others kicked him out of Congress, uh, even saying that Matt Gates should be expelled from Congress. I mean, how weak is it these pathetic Republicans want Matt Gates kicked out of Congress more than Rashida Tlaib? I mean, where is their, uh, you know what, because they don't show any spine whatsoever when dealing with these Democrats. I mean, if this was a Republican making these kind of statements, they would have been gone a couple of weeks ago after this attack took place. It's just absolutely uh, stunning what they allowed these Democrats to get away with. They should have long since kicked her out. They should have long since stood up against her and said she's got to go, but they won't do it. I mean, they'll sit there and circle the wagons around their own as opposed yes. to trying to protect. So Omar right. and Bowman should go too. Oh, God, yeah. I mean, and look at what he did. He got up with a, a little small slap on the wrist for pulling a fire alarm. If, if it were anyone else, a, a kid, the kid would have been expelled from school. So why don't they expel him from Congress? Republicans have got to learn how to fight. And Donald Trump has been showing them time after time after time how to fight. But whether they will do it is a different story because they want to sit back and be Mr. Nice Guy. They want to make sure that everyone likes them. And this is not about a lockability game. This is, zero, this is a zero-sum game, and you need to make certain that you get up every day and say, what am I going to do to stop the madness that's taking over the country? Yeah, and Rob, I don't know about you, but when I saw Kevin McCarthy went and did a, his first big interview on CNN about being kicked out of being Speaker of the House, uh, I knew right then and there Matt Gates made the right decision, and Kevin McCarthy was not the right man for the job. Anybody that's going to go to CNN and complain about his fellow Republicans instead of just taking it like a man and trying to do what's best for the party and move on. I mean, it's clear Maga Mike Johnson is doing a way better job than Kevin McCarthy could have ever thought about doing. Because he's coming out, Mike Johnson, he's coming out, he's talking, like you said, Maga Mike, I like that. And is, you see how the Democrats are attacking him at every angle? Oh, well, look at the church he goes to. And then, so, you know, if they're doing that, you know that he has to be good if they're going to come out. And I wish Republicans would just stand behind him and say, nope, nope, this is our man. And we're behind him 100%. Because why not him and why Hakeem Jeffries? As I told you guys before, his dad is a radical. It's not his dad, but his uncle. These are the things that Republicans have got to wake up and realize. That when they're going to these debates and they start attacking each other, it's like, I'm not, not going to do that. Let's take the fight where it belongs. 
and let's call out these knuckleheads because they're the enemy of the people, not us. And if we keep doing this inner fighting, inner bickering, we're going to get nowhere. Nowhere anytime soon, and the Democrats will win again. They will keep winning until we wake up and decide, nope, we got to play this game the other way. And not the way they think we should play it. Because we're losing. We are losing big time. And Andrew, I think the only way we'll be to win this game is to take the fight to them and keep it going nonstop. Get out there, talk about the issues, have a platform, have the messaging together. But by all means, fight fight, fight until the bitter end. And I will say in conclusion, Israel, don't stop bombing until you finish the job on Hamas. Plain and simple. Yeah, and that's what separates President Trump from these candidates. President Trump always has a positive message talking about winning, talking about fighting, talking about how great the American people are going to be doing with another term. That's just a lot of negativity from a lot of these other guys, and uh, that's not what the country needs. We're all out of time tonight already. We'll be back tomorrow. Thank you all for joining us on After Dark with Robin Andrew on America Out Loud, which is available on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, wherever you stream, or go to AmericaOutLoud.News. We'll see you guys next time, and remember, stand for something or fall for nothing.